The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The Mind Aware, 855. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You are listening to Positive Mindset for Entrepreneurs. This is the show where you discover how to grow your business quickly by training your brain and feeling good. Oh, yeah. If you want to be part of the Train Your Brain Sandbox and get a little jolt of happy in your inbox every day, make sure to subscribe to the Positive Mindset for Entrepreneurs free daily newsletter. You can find that at DanaWild.com slash mantra, DanaWild.com slash mantra. And I know it'll really keep your head in the game. So today we're going to talk about the Beatles. What? What? <laughs> yeah, I got stuck into that documentary. You might already have seen it. It's the Beatles documentary called Get Back. And I, it's on Disney Plus here in the States as I am speaking. Who knows? That might change in the future. And it's probably about six hours long or it's ballpark right about that long. And it was riveting. We power watched it here. Like we could not take our eyes off of this documentary. You know, mainly number one, of course, because we're both Beatles fans. But um, there were a lot of really interesting lessons in here as well. And that's why I wanted to do this show. It started out that I made a post in the Positive Mindset Entrepreneurs Club, which, by the way, if you're not a member yet, what the heck? Why not? Go check it out at pmeclub.com. pmeclub.com. That's Positive Mindset Entrepreneurs Club. Uh, and in fact, if you do uh, look under the show notes here, I'll include the direct link to the post I made about the Beatles in the group. Because in the group, of course, we talk about a lot of different things. You know, the primary topics are building a business because it's an entrepreneur's club and positive mindset, how to keep your head positive every single day and feeling good and building a business the feel good way, stepping into your celebrity, all of those things. But because we are people who like a lot of different things, especially books and music and culture and things like that. We share a lot of things. And when I watched this documentary, I garnered so many lessons from it. I did a, I guess you'd probably even call it a blog post, a pretty healthy write-up in the Positive Mindset Entrepreneurs Club. And I thought, you know what? This is really something that I want to share with everybody. So I decided to talk about it here because there were so many lessons about building a business in this documentary about building an album, creating an album. That's what they were doing. So the basis of the documentary was in 1969, the Beatles got together for a month, but the actual time that they actually had together in a studio where they were together over that month was more like 17 days. 
And in that 17 days, they had to write 14-ish songs that would be on the Let It Be album, what would become the Let It Be album, and get good enough at them that they could record them in that time and do a concert in that same time. They were going to end the whole thing. And there were people documenting it every step of the way, videotaping, filming, I guess, of course, back in that day. And all these years later, Peter Jackson, the director, the famous director from the uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy, he, you know, remastered all the audio and made the video look absolutely beautiful. And it's really a work of art to watch. And it is probably one of the only things I know of where you get an understanding of the creative process, what people are going through through the creative process, and especially people who are as famous and genius songwriters as the Beatles and prolific. And they have such varied styles and so many years behind them in doing this already at the time they came here. So I really pulled three major things that I wanted to talk about as it relates to building a business in here. And so I'll just start. I'll just talk about that because 17 days is not much time to pull together 14 songs and perfect them and record them and perform them. And so how do they do that? How does that happen? And so the first thing I noticed with this documentary or watching this documentary, one of the first pivotal points in the documentary is there's a point when everybody's kind of out of ideas and it's pretty early in the process. It's probably even in the first week, if I remember right. And so they're kind of out of ideas for how they're going to come up with some new songs. And John Lennon hasn't even shown up to the session yet. And Paul McCartney is just sitting there by himself with a guitar and just strumming the guitar. And the overlay of words on the screen says something like, out of ideas, Paul McCartney tries to come up with something new. And as he's sitting there, eyes closed and strumming and eyes closed and strumming and strumming and, you know, probably we're on him for a minute or two minutes of him strumming. And then suddenly the strumming changes and it gets kind of groovier and he's got a little bit more of a, a beat in there as he's going through it. And you can tell he's onto something. And in fact, as audience members, we can tell he's on to writing the song Get Back. It's starting to come out of him through this guitar And he's not even really singing words. He's kind of just vocalizing, making sounds that sound like get back. And pretty soon Ringo and George, who are there, start to gather around and look at him and go, holy cow, this is something that's happening. And as I'm watching this, you know, knowing they're at a standstill for new songs, knowing they don't have any new song ideas. And so he just starts strumming really slowly and quietly and it gets faster and faster and faster and making these vocal sounds and pretty soon you realize okay this is coming out of nowhere where is this coming from how is this being created and for me it feels like you know he's just relaxing and having a good time and letting the guitar kind of speak to him and connect you know, get connected to that part of ourselves that's bigger than ourselves and just letting it flow. Like to me, it really exemplified that feeling of just enjoyment and connection, connection to something bigger than ourselves. And it was really incredible to watch. 
that for me was maybe one of the highlights in the documentary. Um, the second point that really was clear to me was that a lot of their success, in my humble opinion, had to do with their love and respect for each other. Because even during this time frame in their history as a band, they were probably in the most turmoil they've ever been in. And certainly the documentary covered that as well. You could see the drama and you could see the the different issues that were present that would ultimately lead to their breakup. But even in the midst of all of that drama, their love and respect for each other couldn't have been more obvious. You know, there were scenes of Ringo watching Paul play the piano and just gushing in appreciation, you know, saying things like, I could listen to this all day. And George complimenting his bandmates when songs were coming along. And the most obvious connection, of course, was between Paul and John. Like these two were meant to make music together. I heard an interview with Paul McCartney one time and he said, we were just two guys from Liverpool. And so we could never say to each other, you know, that we loved each other. But I did. I love John. And I heard in a podcast with Dana Carvey, you might remember him. He's a comedian from Saturday Night Live. And he was talking about collaboration because this is really collaboration that was happening between these four that was creating all of this beautiful music over so many years. And what Dana Carvey, the comedian, said is collaboration is affirmation. So it's not about noticing the parts that you don't like, but instead it's about affirming the parts that you do like. And for me, I thought when we're building businesses and when we're working together and when we're uh, collaborating and we're helping each other and we're, you know, maybe have joint venture partnerships, really it's about seeing the good in the other person, connecting with the other person from a place of love. So you may partner with somebody who maybe your messages to the world aren't 100% in sync. They're mostly in sync. So notice those pieces that are in sync. Notice the things that you have in common with the people who are in your sandbox and with the people who you're connecting with. That love and connection, you know, fueled that band for sure and certainly can fuel a life. And then the final point I wanted to make, and probably the most important one in my humble opinion, the main reason I wanted to talk about this documentary is for this point. The creation process for the Beatles, without a shadow of a doubt, was play and fun. And I had never seen it so clearly displayed as it was in this documentary. 80% of this documentary is four guys goofing off, like really goofing off. No exaggeration. Hours and hours of them just goofing around. Now they have to create an album and a concert in just a few short weeks. And they're singing in silly voices. They're dancing. They're doing entire songs like they're ventriloquists. They're creating these nonsense noise jam sessions. They're playing all these old tunes that, you know, not even their old tunes, like other people's old tunes. They're just doing all of this stuff. And as I was watching, I could feel my work ethic, you know, kick in. And I'm watching this thinking, oh, my gosh, come on, guys, shape up, get to work, you know. And I was laughing at myself while I was watching it because it reminded me that this was the work. This was the work. Having fun was the path to creation. Having fun was the path to creation, and they were displaying it in the best possible way. 
You know, Paul, of course, was good about keeping people, you know, on top of things like reminding them what the end goal was. But it was really obvious to me that having fun was an absolute key to their prolificness. And in fact, I would say the reason for their prolificness, they were having a good time. Uh, And then one thing I wanted to close with, because I am kind of making a shift in a way of a lot of ways I think about building a business. And this space, this marketing space, and especially this digital marketing space, we talk so much about marketing and lead magnets and having the right message and people's pain points and all of this kind of these words that marketers use. And as I was seeing this, I thought, you know, I like the idea of being a creator. You know, being a creator in your own life, like we talk about that, creating your own life, creating your own outcomes by being a manifester, but also straight up just as an entrepreneur. You know, instead of using all this other terminology, what if we started to just think of every entrepreneur as a creator at heart? And some entrepreneurs are creating art and some are creating products and programs and some are creating music or blogs or books or graphics. All of us are creating experiences. We're creating experiences for the people in our sandboxes and we're creating transformation for themselves, for ourselves. So as time goes on, you're going to hear me using this term more and more. I'm going to be talking more about being a creator and being using that term in relationship to building a creator business, because in my humble opinion, it is definitely a clear reflection of who we are in this sandbox. And in fact, I have to tell you, I'm going to give a shout out to Linda Bear, who is in the Positive Mindset Entrepreneurs Club. And when I made this post, and if you want to go visit Linda's website, she's at AbundantForceLife.ca instead of .com, CA. She helps people have experiences in the woods, especially with kids, get people outside and having fun. And when I wrote this, she wrote this comment. She said, this is a wonderful tale of collaboration and it shines a light on what is often not noticed. And that is how people amplify each other when they are doing what they love and finding positive momentum. So we here in the Positive Mindset Entrepreneurs Club are a little like the Beatles. As they play their songs for each other, we play our songs for each other and encourage inspiration. Personally, all the best things I have done have been a part of collaboration. And I just thought that was such a beautiful comment and so true. And so as you are thinking about your business, I would like to say, join us, you know, physically, of course, join us, come join us in the the PME club. But more importantly, join us in the idea that you are a creator. You are a creator not only of your own life, but you are a creator in your business. Your business is your art and enjoy the process of it and know that you are creating an experience and transformation for others and for yourself. And that comes through connection to your inner voice. It comes through love and connection with other people and affirmation and collaboration. And mostly it comes through play and fun and enjoying yourself and enjoying the process and following your feel good. And I know you know that and that you've totally got this.